Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you are connected from. I want to welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the Lord Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you, esteemed Sister Makama, for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayers. Esteemed family, our prayer point is in the chat room. I'll, I'll kindly read through it. And we are praying for the proliferation of the church and the gospel of Christ. We want to pray fervently in tongues of the spirit that the church is raising men and women who are available in all nations to help in the spread and expansion of the gospel. We want to declare that they are bold and strengthened to face any resistance or laws lifted to hinder the proliferation of the gospel. We're going to insist that the hearts of many are opened to receive the gospel with faith and meekness and that the veil is removed on the faces of many to see the truth of God's word and the enemy cannot deceive them further. I want to pray that the nations are filled with the knowledge of God as the waters cover the sea. Hallelujah. And our scripture reading is from Acts 19 verse 20, which says, so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. Hallelujah. Esteemed family, can we kindly unmute your mics and pray? Under <laughs> Shalom, <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, precious Father, we thank you. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your love, your kindness, your mercies, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for the opportunity to pray and stand in the gap. And in fact, changes from a position of rest. We thank you for your word, oh God, that is changing and transforming lives. Your word that is living, your word that is active, oh my God. And even now we insist that men and men and women are available, oh God, for the expansion of the gospel. And we continue, oh God, to depopulate the kingdom of darkness in these last days. By the power of the Holy Spirit, many are transformed from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. In the name of our Lord Jesus. So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. In the name of our Lord Jesus. The devil cannot continue to deceive them any further. This gospel, O oh God, shall move to the ends of the earth unhindered. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, oh God, to lead, um, for the opportunity to lead today's prayers. Um, thank you, esteemed family, for being part of today's intercessory prayers. And thank you for the changes you're causing all around the world. Thank you, Esther, well, to the prayer team for the sacrifice and labor of love. God bless you. Right now, I'd kindly hand over to the praise and worship team for the next session. Thank you all, and do enjoy the rest of the devotion. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Love so perfect, so consistent. Lord, most reliable Lord your love is the greatest love of all with a thankful Your priceless 
Lord, you have given me all condition is your love for me. My mouth is filled with thanksgiving. Oh, I declare your goodness all day. God, great and beyond measure is your faithfulness. La Caligraga, I declare your goodness all day. Great and beyond measure is your faithfulness, Lord. We declare your goodness all day. With a thankful heart, Lord, we sing to you endless songs of glory. Lord, we thank you for your love. We are grateful to you, Lord. Marcosa, in Barusikaba, and Guru Barusha, and Tilipa, Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your endless love. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for your kindness. They are new every morning. We thank you, God, for the gift of your word, for the gift of the Holy Spirit. For these are the treasures of love that you have lavished upon us. Thank you, Father. For the many miracles of the healing stream, life healing services with our dear man of God, Pastor Chris. Thank you for the miracles around the nations of the world. Thank you, O God, for all the miracles that you have made possible, for the wholeness, for the completeness, for the revitalizing and transformation of the lives of men. 
reveal the praise of God. As we study your word today, we receive the instructions to run. We know what to do and we know how to do it. We know where to go and we know how to get there. Because your word leads us. Your word grooms us. Your word propels us. Thank you, Father. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear esteemed sister Abigail. Thank you, dear esteemed sister Elwani, for the times of worship and prayers. God bless you, esteemed family, for being part of today's devotional. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on wherever you are connected from. Welcome to another session of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Right away, we get into the Rhapsody of Reality segment, and today is the 30th of October, 2023, and it's Monday morning. The topic of today's devotional is the essence of Christ in you. And our theme scripture is taken from the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verses 1 to 3. And the Bible says, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Bear Christ seated on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ and God. Our opening scripture, we can read to Rapsody together now if you can. Thank you, Esteem Pastor Daph and Tina for sharing your screen. Our opening scripture, Pastor says, helps us to paint a picture of the life we have now in Christ. Is the resurrection life. Hallelujah. Remember, when he died on the cross, we died with him. We were buried with him. And when God raised him up, we were raised together with him. Glory to God. The human life you had when you were born of your parents is dead. You have a new life now, Christ. Christ is your life. Hallelujah. The Bible says, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, we shall also appear with him in glory. Galatians 3 verse 4. This is mind-blowing. Oh, yes. This means you're not an ordinary person. How could you be sick with Christ in your life? How could anything be wrong with your liver, heart, or kidney when Christ lives in you? How could you feel? Be defeated or act foolishly when you're powered from within by Christ and guided by his wisdom. So, child of God, ever so often, boldly declare, Christ is my life. Everyone connected to this call, boldly declare right now and ever so often, Christ is my life. Christ is my life. Christ is my life. You can put your name. Christ is my life. You know, Pastor says, Christ is in Christ in you is a mystery to the world. But it's the essence and the glory of the Christian life. Did you hear that? Christ is the essence and the glory of the Christian life. The mystery was hidden from ages and generations, but now it's been revealed. It's been revealed 
that we are not ordinary people. It's been revealed that we do not live ordinary lives. It's been revealed that the afflictions of the, of the people in the world are not ours. It's been revealed that destruction do not come to us. It's been revealed that the, best, the reason why the pestilence of the day it's not, it cannot come to us. It has been revealed why everybody can go broke and you live in abundance. It has been revealed why you cannot die. It has been revealed why you cannot be sick. It has been revealed why there may be a history of cancer in the family, but you are cut off from it. Now it's been revealed. It's been revealed. And we might have a generational history of diabetes, but now it's been revealed why you cannot partake from it. Now it has been revealed. It has been revealed. It has been revealed now. Yes, I know. Your, your grandfather had post Your father is having post issues. And for some reason, you're getting into your 40s and early 50s and you're worried. You want to go and get a colonoscopy. Yes, you're afraid. You're, you're wondering. The doctor is advising you. It has been revealed now why you cannot be ruled by fear. It has been revealed now why you cannot partake of that family history. It has now been revealed why you cannot be barren. It has now been revealed why your children will get married. Yes, I know. In your family, people don't marry until they are well into their 30s. It, it has now been revealed why you do not partake of that. It is not your lifeline. It is not your history. Ah, Christ is your life. Christ is your life. Christ is your life. The Bible says that Christ is in you. It is not your bloodline that is in you. It is not your ancestral uh, um, history that is in you. Christ is your life. Please put down. Don't, don't, don't just leave away to us. Thank you. The Bible says in Colossians 1, 26-27, even the mystery which had been hid from ages, from generations, but now is made manifest to his sense, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Christ is our life. Christ is our lifeline. We have the life of God, the very essence of divinity. We are partakers of divine nature. Ah, we are the carriers of the Zoe. Christ is our life. Pastor in conclusion says, the essence of Christ in you is Christ is your life. You're not subject to the rudiments and limitations of this world. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? You're not subject to the rudiments and the limitations of this world. The policies, the systems of this world, they do not apply to you. They don't apply to you. I, I want us to get this. I want us to come to this place. Just come, come up here and enjoy this life. They don't apply to us. See, all of us are in this Nigeria. Yes, some people are buying dollars for as much as 1,400, 1,300. Some people are being sent dollars to. They don't need to buy it. At any point they need it, they will always have it. 
they are not the same set of people. That is the difference. Now, where do you belong? That is the question. People are getting filled at 650 naira, 630 naira. Some people, their car just gets filled every morning. They don't even know how much they sell for. Where do you belong to? Christ is my life. Christ is my source. Christ is my life. Some people will need to go to the mall to get what they need. Some people have what they need delivered to them. They don't even know how much. Where do you belong to? Christ is my life. Christ is my source. Because these are the realities of the times we live in. So that it does not seem as if we are theorizing Christ and there is no practicability to it. Child of God, it is not true. Do you know that hospital bills are now so increased? Do you know? Some of us don't even know how much it costs to use oxygen. Some of us have not been in the hospital for the past seven years. We don't know what is the current cost of a paracetamol sachet. Some of us don't know what we may see cost in the, in, the, in, the, in the dispensary. Many of us, we don't even, we only see dispensaries as we drive past. Some of us don't know how it is designed. Christ is my life. Christ is my source. But there are people that when you touch them, they will tell you, they have data, they have statistics, they have, they know it, they will give you receipts. They, uh -uh. As you're talking, they'll tell you, you don't know how much they're selling anti-malaria now. <laughs> and when you hear this like this, you just laugh. Because their life is dependent on the rudiments and the limitations of this world. But oh, oh, that mystery that has been hidden for many, many ages is now revealed to us. It is now revealed to us that you can walk in perfect health. You can walk in divine health. It has now been re revealed to us that you can have divine supply. It has now been revealed to us that all things, all things are working together for your good. It has now been revealed through us. So you now see that this Christian life is no longer a theory. It is no longer what people hear someone say. You know, same Sister Maka will always say, no God for yourself. Because the confidence you have in his love is not the same. When you find someone who knows God for themselves and someone who knows God by some other people's experience, what they have been told of God, they are not the same set of people. Because we experience God in, in so many ways. That is why you have to know for yourself. You have to find out for yourself. If you have never met me, you just hear my voice every day. You've never had an interaction with me. You don't know me. You might say, ah, is it that sister that is always laughing? Ah, another person will tell you, ah, is this sister girl? No. Imagine for uh, tolerance margin for foolishness is zero. If, if you know you cannot do this, don't just go near her. And that will be experiential knowledge of me because of what other people tell you. Until you come, until you now get to interact with me, you can now say, ah, this is who she is. This is what I can take to her. It is not the same. That is how you, you must of necessity know God for yourself. Because it is on that ground that you can build that confidence. You can boldly say, the truth becomes your truth. 
Yes, we all know the truth, but has that truth become your truth? Because until you experience it, that what we call what what the truth of the word is the truth of the word. It is not truth. Not personalized it experience that solidifies it in a bedroom that cannot be taken in time. And you can boldly say that in nature, the very life of Christ is what for being part of today's job. I apologize. I know my voice is low. I'm getting messages, but Christ is my life. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Over to your sister, Sorry. Amen. Christ is my life. Christ is my source. Thank you so much, dear esteemed Pastor Kel, for the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Thank you so much, dear esteemed Stamaka, for the opportunity to handle this segment. Dear esteemed family, we'll move over now to the Bible study segment of today's devotion. And I'll be reading from the book of Galatians, chapter 2 and verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4. You have God little children and have overcome them, because greater is he that From verse 11. And this is the record that God had given to us eternal life. And this life is in his Son. He that had the Son had life. He that had not the Son of God hath not life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be taking our confession uh, together. Just say the words after me with your mics still muted. I'm not subject to the rudiments and limitations of this world because I live in Christ and Christ is my life. He's in every fiber of my being, in every bone of my body and in every cell of my blood. I reign and rule over circumstances in his name, shielded from all evil and harm because I'm seated together with Christ in the heavenly realms. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Right now, as in family, we'll move over to our one-year Bible reading plan. I will take the New Testament portion of today's reading, and I'll be reading from the book of Titus, chapter 3, from verse 1 to 15, in the message translation. Caption. He puts our lives together. Remind the people. Just a minute, please. Caption, he puts our lives together. Remind the people to respect the government and be law-abiding. Always ready to lend a helping hand. No insults, no fights. God's people should be big-hearted and courteous. It wasn't so long ago that we ourselves were stupid and stubborn. Easy mark for sin. Ordered every which way by our glands, 
going around with a chip on our shoulder, hated and hating back. But when God, our kind and loving Savior God, stepped in, he saved us from all that. It was all he's doing. We had nothing to do with it. He gave us a good bath and we came out of it. New people washed inside and out by the Holy Spirit. Our Savior Jesus poured out life, poured out new life so generously. God's gift has restored our relationship with him and given us back our lives. And there's more life to come, an eternity of life. You can count on this. I want you to put your foot down. Take a firm stand on these matters so that those who have put their trust in God will concentrate on the essentials that are good for everyone. Stay away from mindless, pointless quarreling over genealogies and fine prints in the law code. That gets you nowhere. Warn a quarrelsome person once or twice, but then be done with him. It's obvious that such a person is out of line, rebellious against God. By persisting in, in diversity, in the indivisiveness, he cuts himself off. As soon as I send either Artemis or Tychicus to you, come immediately and meet me in Nicopolis. I've decided to spend the winter there. Give Zenas the lawyer and Apollos a hearty send-off. Take good care of them. Our people have to learn to be diligent in their work so that all necessities are met, especially among the needy, and they don't end up with nothing to show for their lives. All here want to be remembered to you. Say hello to our friends in the faith. Grace to all of you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. With that, we've come to the end of the New Testament portion of today's Bible reading. And I'll hand over to the Old Testament team. Thank you once again, Esteem Samaka, for this opportunity. Do have a great day, everyone. God bless you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan. Thank you very much for um, being a part of this devotion on a daily basis. Thank you, esteemed Samaka, for the opportunity. So we'll be reading Jeremiah 31 and 32 this morning. And um, we're continuing with this amazing, um, is it topic now? So verse one, at the same time said the Lord, will I be the God of all the families of Israel and they shall be my people? Okay, so I'm reading King James. Let me rush through message. Okay, and when that happens, God's decree, it will be, Plain as a sun at high noon, I will be the God of every man, woman, and child in Israel, and they shall be my very own people. This is the way God put it. They found grace out in the desert. These people who survived the killing, Israel, out looking for a place to rest, met God out looking for them. God told them, I've never quit loving you and never will. Expect love. Love and more love. Hallelujah. And so now I'll start over with you and build you up again, dear Virgin Israel. Praise God. You will resume your singing, grabbing tambourines, 
and joining the dance, you will go back to your old work of planting vineyards on the Samaritan hillsides and sit back and enjoy the fruits. Oh, how you will enjoy those harvests. Glory to God. The time is coming when watchmen will call out from the hilltops of Ephraim. On your feet, let's go to Zion. Go to meet our God. Oh, yes, God says so. Shout for joy at the top of your lungs for Jacob. Announce the good news to the number one nation. Raise cheers. Sing praises. Say, God has saved his people, saved the core of Israel. Watch what comes next. I will bring my people back from the north country and gather them up from the ends of the earth. Gather those who have gone blind and those who are lame and limping. Gather pregnant women, even the mothers whose birth pangs have started. Bring them all back, a huge crowd. Watch them come. They will come weeping for joy as I take their hands and lead them. Lead them to fresh flowing brooks. Lead them along smooth, uncluttered paths. Yes, it is because I am Israel's father and Ephraim is my firstborn son. Hear these nations, God's message. Broadcast this all over the world. Tell them the one who scattered Israel will gather them together again. From now on, he will keep a careful eye on them like a shepherd with his flock. I, God, will pay a stiff ransom price for Jacob. I will free him from the grip of the Babylonian bully. The people will climb up Zion's slopes, shouting with joy. Glory to God. Their faces beaming because of God's bounty. Grain and wine and oil. Flocks of sheep, herds of cattle, their lives will be like a well-watered garden, never again left to dry up. Young women will dance and be happy. Young men and old women will join in. I'll convert their weeping into laughter, says the Lord, lavishing comfort, invading their grief with joy. I'll make sure that their priests get three square meals a day and that my people have more than enough. This is God's decree to you today. Praise God. You have more than enough. Again, God's message. Listen to this lament coming out of Ramah, wild and bitter weeping. It is Rachel's weeping for her children. Rachel, refusing all solace, her children are gone, gone, long gone into exile. Hmm. But God says, stop your incessant weeping. Hold back your tears. Collect wages from your grief work. God's decree, they'll be coming back home. There is hope for your children. God's decree. I've heard the contrition of Ephraim. Yes, I've heard it clearly saying, you trained me well. You broke me, a wild yelling horse, to the saddle. Now put me trained and obedient to use. You are my God. After those years of running loose, I repented. After you trained me to obedience, I was ashamed of my past, my wild, unruly past. Humiliated, I beat on my chest. Will I ever leave this down? Oh, Ephraim is my dear, dear son. 
my child in whom I take pleasure. Every time I mention his name, my heart bursts with longing for him. Every, everything in me cries out for him. Softly and tenderly, I wait for him. God's decree, set up signposts to mark your trip home. Get a good map. Study the road conditions. The road out is the road back. Come back, dear Virgin Israel. Come back to your hometowns. How long will you fit here and there, indecisive? How long before you make up your fickle mind? God will create a new thing in this land. A transformed woman will embrace the transforming God. A message from Israel's God. Hallelujah. Verse 23. A message from Israel's God of the angel Amis. When I have turned everything around and brought my people back, the old expressions will be heard on the streets. God bless you. Hallelujah. Oh, true home. Oh, holy mountain. All Judah's people, whether in town or country, will get along just fine with each other. I'll refresh tired bodies. I'll restore tired souls. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just then, I woke up and looked around. What a pleasant and satisfying sleep. Be ready. The time is coming, God's decree, when I will plant people and animals in Israel and Judah, just as a farmer plants seed. And in the same way, that earlier, I relentlessly pulled up and tore down, shook apart and demolished. So now I'm sticking with them as they start over, building and planting. When that time comes, you won't hear the old proverb anymore. Parents eat the green apples. Their children got the stomachache. No, each person will pay for his own sin. You eat green apples, you are the one who gets sick. Verse 31, that is right. The time is coming and I will make a brand new covenant with Israel and Judah. It won't be a repeat of the covenants I made with their ancestors when I took their hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. They broke that covenant, even though I did my part as their master. God's decree. Verse 33 says, this is the brand new covenant that I will make with Israel when the time comes. It says, I will put my law within them. Karabashata. I will write it on their hearts and I'll be their God and they will be my people. They will no longer go around setting up schools to teach each other about God. They will know me firsthand. Aha. The dull and the bright, the smart and the slow. I will wipe the slate clean for each of them. I will forget the ever seen Karabashika. Remember, um, quickly say this. Remember, Pastor Thoros, during the your love word session, said to us that the things that the, that Israel would experience in the in the um, one thousand year or millennial years is what we are experiencing now. Looking at this scripture, you would see this is God saying that this is a new covenant He will create with Israel when the time comes. But looking at it, you will see that it is what we have experienced now. He says, I will put my law within them. God's word is in us. He says, he will write, write it on their hearts. He's already, he's already, he has already done that. He says, and I will be their God. And he has already done that. He says, they will be my people. And we are already his people. He says, they will no longer go around setting up schools to teach each other about God. No, 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 no. They will know me firsthand like we do now. He says, the dull and the bright, the smart and the slow. He says, I will wipe their slate clean for each of them. That is what has happened for us. He says, and I will forget the ever sinned. Hallelujah. 
Oh, glory to God. Now, verse 35, God's message from the God who lights up the day with sun and brightens the night with moon and stars, who whips the ocean into a billowy froth, whose name is God of the angel armies. If this ordered cosmos ever fell to pieces, fell into chaos before me, God's decree, then and only then might Israel fall apart and disappear as a nation before me. God's message if the skies could be measured with a yardstick and the earth explored to its core, then and only then would I turn my back on Israel, disgusted with all they have done, God's decree. The time is coming. It is God's decree. When God's city will be rebuilt, rebuilt all the way. Rebuilt all the way from the citadel of Hanamel to the corner gates, the master plan will extend west to Gareth Hill and then around to Guath, the whole valley to the south where incinerated corpses are dumped. A death valley, if there was, ever was one, and all the terraced fields out to the brook Kidron on the east, as far north as the horse gates, glory to God, will be consecrated to me as a holy place. This city will never be torn down or destroyed. Oh, hallelujah. We'll quickly move over to the next chapter, chapter 32. Killing and disease are on our doorstep, is a caption. Says the message Jeremiah received from God in the 10th year of Zedekiah, king of Judah. It was the 18th year of Nebuchadnezzar. At that time, the army of the king of Babylon was holding Jerusalem under siege. Jeremiah was shut up in, the jail, in jail in the royal palace. Zedekiah, king of Judah, had locked him up, complaining, how dare you preach, saying, God says, I am warning you, I will hand this city over to the king of Babylon and he will take it over. Zedekiah, king of Judah, will be handed over to the Chaldeans' rights along with the city. He will be handed over to the king of Babylon and forced to face the music. He will be hauled off to Babylon, where he will stay until I deal with him. God's decree says, fight against the Babylonians all you want. It won't get you anywhere. Jeremiah said, God's message came to me like this. Prepare yourself. Hanamel, your uncle Shalom's son, is on his way to see you. He is going to say, buy my field in Anathoth. You have the legal right to buy it. And sure enough, just as God had said, my cousin Hanamel came to me while I was in jail and said, buy my field in Anathoth, in the territory of Benjamin, where you have the legal rights to keep it in the family. Buy it, take it over. That did it. I knew it was God's message. So I bought the field at Anathoth from my cousin Hanamel. I paid him 17 silver shekels. I followed all the proper procedures. In the presence of witnesses, I wrote out the bill of sale, <laughs> sealed it, and weighed out the money on the scales. Then I took the deed of purchase, the sealed copy that contained the contract and its conditions, and also open the and also the open copy, and gave them to Baruch, son of Neriah, the son of Masiah. All this took place in the presence of my cousin Anamel and the witnesses who had signed the deed as the Jews who were at the jail that they looked on. Man of God, they, they, they run deep inside prison. Right. Verse 13. Then, in front of all of them, I told Baruch, these are 
orders from God of the angel armies, the God of Israel, take these documents, both the sealed and the open deeds, and put them for safekeeping in a pottery jar. For God of the angel armies, the God of Israel says, life is, life is going to return to normal. Homes and fields and vineyards are again going to be bought in this country. And then, having handed over the legal documents to Baruch, son of Neriah, I prayed to God. Oh, hallelujah. Dear God, my master, you created earth and sky by your great power. By merely stretching out your arm, there is nothing you cannot do. Lord, you are loyal in your steadfast love to thousands upon thousands. But you also make children leave with the fallout from their parents' sins. Great and powerful God, named God of the angel arms, determined in purpose and relentless in following through. You see everything that men and women do and respond appropriately to the way they live, to the things they do. You perform signs and wonders in the country of Egypt and continue to do so right into the presence, right here in Israel and everywhere else too. You have made a reputation for yourself that doesn't diminish. You brought your people Israel out of Egypt with signs and wonders, a powerful deliverance. By merely stretching out your arm, you gave them this land and solemnly promised to their ancestors a bountiful and fertile land. But when they entered the land and took it over, they didn't listen to you. They didn't do what you commanded. They wouldn't listen to a thing you told them. And so you brought this disaster on them. Oh, look at the siege ramps already set in place to take the city. Killing and starvation and disease are on our doorstep. The Babylonians are attacking. The word you spoke is coming to pass. It is daily news. And yet you, God, the master, even though it is certain that the city will be turned over to the Babylonians, also told me, buy the field, pay for it in cash, and make sure there are witnesses. Then hmm. God's message came again to Jeremiah. Stay alert. I am God, the God of everything living. Is there anything I cannot do? So listen to God's message. No doubt about it. I'm handing this city over to the Babylonians and Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. He will take it. The attacking Chaldeans will break through and burn the city down. All those houses whose roofs were used as altars for, for offerings to bow and the worship of who knows how many other gods provoked me. It isn't as if this were the first time they had provoked me. The people of Israel and Judah have been doing this for a long time, doing what I hate, making me angry by the way they live, God's decree. This city has made me angry from the day they built it, and now I have had my fill. I'm destroying it. I can't stand to look any longer at the wicked lives of the people of Israel and Judah, deliberately making me angry. A whole lot of them, kings and leaders and priests and preachers in the country and in the city, they have turned their backs on me. They won't even look at me in the face, even though I took great pains to teach them how to live. They, have ref they refuse to listen, refuse to be taught. Why? They even set up obscene God and goddesses statues in the temple built in my honor. Allo. An outrageous desecration. And then they went out and built shrines to the God of Baal in the valley of Hinnom, where they born their children in sacrifice to the god Molech. I can hardly conceive such evil. Turning the whole country, yes, into one huge act of sin. But there is also this message from the God of Israel to this city of which you have said, 
in killing and starvation and disease, this city will be delivered up to the king of Babylon. Watch for this. I will collect them from all the countries to which I have driven them in my anger and rage and indignation. Yes, I will bring them all back to this place and let them live, their, live here in peace. They will be my people. I will be their God. I'll make them one. I'll make them of one mind and heart, always honoring me, so that they can live good and whole lives. They and their children, and after them. The, the scripture is not showing the screen anymore. But I'll continue. Verse. Um, okay, so watch for this. I'll collect them from all the countries to which I have driven them, verse 37, in my anger and rage and indignation. Yes, I will bring them all back to this place and let them live here in peace. They will be my people. I'll be their God. I'll make them of one mind and heart, always honoring me so that they can live good and whole lives, they and their children after them. What is more, I'll make a covenant with them that will last forever, a covenant to stick with them no matter what and work for their good. I'll feed their hearts with a deep respect for me so they don't say they will not even think of turning away from me. Oh, how I will rejoice in them. Oh, how I will delight in doing good things for them. Heart and soul, I'll plant them in this country and keep them here. Yes, this is God's message. I'll certainly bring this huge catastrophe on these people, but I will also usher in a wonderful life of prosperity. I promise, I, uh, feuds are going to be bought here again. Yes, in this very country that you assume is going to end up desolate, gone to the dogs, unlivable, wrecked by the Babylonians. Yes, people will buy farms again and legally with deeds of purchase, sealed documents, proper witnesses. And right here in the territory of Benjamin and in the area around Jerusalem, around the villages of Judah and the hill country, the Shephelah and the Negev, I will restore everything that was lost, God's decree. Oh, so much to say here, but um, I'll hand over to the to the affirmation team. Thank you very much, everyone. God bless you. God bless you too, esteemed brother John. Oprah to observe the esteemed family. The affirmation is on the screen. Kindly unmute your mic so we can take it together. Hallelujah. Steady my life. I will in 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 my
is an increase for Thank you, Lord. My home is in his peace I increase oh thank you spirit of the living Thank you, Lord. Thank you, esteemed family. The affirmation is on there, inspired by the word space. I now hand over to, oh, thank you so much, esteemed stomach, for this opportunity. And now hand over to the meditation team. Praise the Lord.
praise the Lord. Can someone hear me now? Praise the Lord. Am I being heard? Yes, ma. Oh, glory to God. Ah, I I apologize for for that um disruption. I, I think the market network actually chew her out. So sorry. So good morning. Thank you, esteemed co-host, for all the sessions and God bless you all. And um, today is the thirty of our thirty days of love work. And the theme for today is love, love, love till the rapture. Glory be to God. Our meditation for today is um, taken from the book of Hebrews. But just before we get into the meditation, um, if you look at our brief, you would see that we're still um, doing all our taxes for today. And the rundown of it um, is the affirmation for a thousand times. And when we are saying, I'm a love child of his love word. And the second part is, I am loving, I'm loving all the way. We're still um, listening to the messages for, for, the, for the week. And the message of, for the week is October and November 2022, the month of insight, the month of insight. We're still doing our book of Proverbs study. Our theme song for today is in Greatest Love of All. And we are still reading the book, None of These Diseases. The right away, we'll get into this meditation segment. And our meditation is taken from Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 to 25. We're doing this in the morning and in the evening. And the Bible says, we should think about how we can help one another. We want everyone to show love to each other. We want everyone to do good things to help one another. Some people have stopped meeting with the group of Christians. But that's not that is not good. We should all no sound. Can can someone hear me? Am I being heard? I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And um okay. We're, um, I'll continue, sorry. He said, but that is not good. We should all continue to meet together. We need to help one another to be strong and brave. That is, it, that it, that is now even more important because the Lord's great day is coming. You know that the Lord will return soon. Glory be to God. You know, just a few um, days ago, we got, I'm sure everybody has heard that message. Um, Pastor talking to us and getting, telling everyone to get ready that that time is now. And just this scripture coming to us in Hebrews 10, 24 to 25, the easy version. You see, one of the major things that will characterize this time is the great falling away. And the great falling away He's not talking about unbelievers, you know. It is natural for an unbeliever not to believe. It is natural for a sinner to sin because that is what they know. But you see, the great falling away is for believers who will suddenly start to backslide 
you know, back to, sorry, start to backslide, where um, you have people who get offended for one reason or another and will just decide to leave church. And you see these things that we're talking about, I'm not just saying it to you, I'm also saying it to myself. Because today God, God has chosen to remind us again. He said, we should think about how we can help one another. You know, we want everyone to show love to each other. We want everyone to do good things to help one another. Many times in our conduct with each other, in our interaction, in the dynamics of human relationship, you actually find that it might be in one thing or another, you know, where people get offended and, and all that. But you see, we should not take it up on ourselves to ensure that we are the reason why people fall away from church. You know, in our conduct, it's always very important to live a life that you review. Always allow the Holy Spirit to audit you. Always give that room where you, at the end of the day, take into account all the things I've gone through today and find out uh, all these things I did. Are you sure this sister did not? Are you sure this brother? And then in case, paraventure, that you do that review and you find that there is something that should not have been the way, reach out. Be that one to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if in case, because these are the times where the Bible recorded it, you know. It says some people have stopped meeting with a group of Christians. You cannot undermine the fellowship of the brethren, you know. It is not, see, the Holy Spirit cannot guide you out of your church. The Holy Spirit, yes, I said it and I'm saying it again. Don't put it on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit cannot guide you out of church. The Holy Spirit cannot tell you not to go to church and be streaming online. The Holy Spirit did not tell you. I am telling you, I am emphatically telling you that the Holy Spirit that I know, that I have read of in the Bible, that same Holy Spirit that is in you, that is in me, is not the one telling you not to go to church. So you cannot say that you're led of, you're led, you are led of the Spirit not to go to church. You cannot say that. It is not possible. You, you cannot say, eh, because there was no fear in the car, the Holy Spirit now says that you should stay home. The Holy Spirit will tell you to check. And as soon as you get at the junction, you will find some, you, the Holy Spirit will bring someone that will take you to church. If he did not bring, that means the Holy Spirit wants you to trek to church. The Holy Spirit wants you to exercise your muscles. The Holy Spirit wants you to get some activity done that day. Yes, I said it. The Holy Spirit can actually send you on a trekking to ensure that you get to church. He's not the one that said, sit back and stream online. He did not tell you that. So don't say, for one reason or another, you have stopped meeting with the group of Christians. The group of Christians here is the church, yourself. The Holy Spirit cannot tell you not to log in for cell meeting or go to cell meeting. You if you did not tell you. You're the one telling yourself. And don't even think about putting it on Satan. Now you they do yourself. Things we cannot tell you not to go to cell meeting, not to give, not to not to seed. They not tell you that. Jesus did not tell you to carry your tithe and give to the poor. He did not tell you. Jesus is not confused. He's the author of the Bible. He wrote it, so he knows what is inside. So, child of God, as you meditate today, remember 
that we are in the very last times of the last time. Pastor says, it's in a matter of months, it's in a matter of weeks, that this healing stream might just be the last one. Are you ready? Are you ready? Or are you still making excuses? Are you still allowing the devil to have a few days? Are you ready? Are you ready? Inspired by the word, are we ready? The Lord is coming soon, and we are all up to ready. Thank you, and then after, um, thank you for the meditation, and please let's go straight into the communion. And I'll be taking the communion from 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23, and the Bible says, For I have received of the Lord that which I also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, in the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. These two will be members of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, as we partake of this bread, you ask us to do this till you come. Till you come. We are ready. We are ready, oh God. We cannot wait anymore. We want you here. We want you, oh God. We are ready to meet our master in the clouds. We are ready. As we partake of this bread, Father, oh God, every hindrance, every inhibition, Father, oh God, every inclination of the self that will deter us from these times, oh God, every challenge to our faith, Father, oh God, they are removed from us. They are removed from us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we do this in remembrance of you as we anticipate your coming, as we wait for you, oh Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name. And also in the same manner, sorry, you can partake of the bread now. And also in the same manner, he took the cup when he has stopped saying, This is the cup in the new, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This day, as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. But as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord that till he comes. The same family can be lifted cup. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we partake of the emblem of the body of, of the blood of Christ, oh, everything in us, every impurity is purged away. Oh, your blood, oh God, nourishes every part of our body. We are whole, we are whole. And as we, O oh God, prepare ourselves, O oh God, to meet you, Father, our bodies are complete. There is no impurity in it. And all the miracles from the healing stream, all the wholeness, we are not meeting you with disease. We are ready. Hey, Kasunteli Kabaya. Oh, because when you appear, we'll be like you. We'll be glorified. Take up new bodies. We'll take up this earthly suit. And we are done with the glory of Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ah, in Jesus' matchless name, we are prayed. Amen. Glory be to God forever. Hallelujah. Yes, in family, if you have your offering, right now is the time. You can start to give your offering. And if you're first-timer, well, we do not give offerings here in the sense that we have an account. We're not a church. No, 
our offerings are sent to our local churches, our cell group, uh, any platform that you normally use for your giving. Yes, that is where we send our offerings every day. Pastor has taught us in that message, celebrating God, how we celebrate the word. When the word of God comes to you, you celebrate it because that is how you keep the word. That is how the word is shared into your spirit and you celebrate by giving for that word that has come into you. You may want to listen to that message. The message is on the Project Initiative a Day platform. Just go there and in the archives, you will find that message celebrating God. Do well to listen to it and understand why you give and why you must keep giving each time the word of God comes to you. Father, we thank you for our offerings. Thank you, O oh God, because the rain is, is here and we are soaked. We are soaked. We are soaked. Thank you, Father. For these offerings. Father, as we give, we expand the frontiers of this kingdom to make every man ready. To make every man ready. To make every man ready. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessings are cruel to all of us. What a luxurious life we live as we are with our master. Glory be to your name forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Esteemed family. Hallelujah. Okay. We have a special celebration in the house today, and I'm, I'll be rounding up in the next two minutes. A special celebration. Today is the birthday of our highly, <laughs> highly, highly esteemed brother, King Donovo. <laughs> Glory be to God. <laughs> Oh, we all know Brother King, right? Oh, he has been a blessing. And he is a blessing to us in this house. And, you know, his wife is here too. He's a family. They are all here. And it's just such a pleasure to celebrate dearest esteemed Brother King. Brother King, we love you, sir. Thank you for all that you do in God's kingdom. Thank you for just standing strong, for being in the force of men. Thank you. For the amazing family that you're raising, the inspiration that you are to us, we do not take them for granted. You know, God bless you, esteemed brother King, for all the times that you have led in prayers, for all the prophetic words that have come forth to transform our lives. Thank you, esteemed sir. You are an example. You're such an awesome, awesome inspiration. God bless you so much. Do we have any more celebrants for the day while we round up? So I'm just going to pray for all the celebrants so okay all the messages are on the screen i might not just read them out because of time so and um thank you lord for all the people that are celebrating today the people that celebrated yesterday we thank you oh god for all our family members that are celebrating thank you oh god we are using our dear esteemed brother king as a point of contact and we oh god decree and declare that their gathered cloud, their gathered clouds ex don't explode right now. The rain comes, the storm, the storm that drenches every facet of their lives. Libra kosa ante lebarisa tilavrosi kaba ande levrasun telekesente yikabaya. Oh, the harvest is now. The harvest is now. The harvest is now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in the Levrosi Kaba, Suntelebaya, and we decree and we declare, ah, explosive abundant harvest, explosive abundant blessings, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Their lives are full and rich. 
Oh, they are clothed in beauty and splendor. Marco city in Telebarosi Kabaya. Glory be to God forever. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Esteemed family, finally, before we give or before we say the blessing for the day and close, I want to remind us that our prayers for nations continues today. Yes, we had to put it off for the three days of the healing streams. Oh, what an amazing time with our dear man of God. But today we will continue the prayers for nations. Please, everyone should do well to connect. We're not praying because it's a good idea. We are praying because it is a God idea. And in this season, in this season, Pastor said, we are in the last of the, today might just be the day. That is how it is. That is how it is. In case you don't know, today might just be the day. We have to reach every man. In their world, they are praying for nations. All nations are rapture, are rapture ready. So connect today by 8 p.m. GMT plus one as we pray for nations of the world, as we pray for all men, for kings, for leaders across the nations of the world. Thank you, everyone. Even today by 3 p.m. GMT plus one, we are still praying for Nigeria. Find a 15-minute slot and pray for Nigeria between 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. GMT plus one. And God will surely bless you. Thank you, everyone. Medical, you know, I decree all the blessings of heaven's unleashed to you. The countenance of the Lord is perpetually upon you. And as you go out today, it is from victory to victory. Grace upon grace. Blessing upon blessing. You are built to grace. Marco Sekebaya, money cometh to you now in the name of Jesus. And all of your needs are met. In the mighty name of Jesus, be expectant. People remember you. You get that credit alert. You get that authorization. You get that approval. Today, go out and be victorious and come back with the fatness of the day. Go and come back with the spouse of the day. God bless you all and see you all tomorrow. Maybe kindly, I'm oh, sorry, see you all by 8 p.m. GMT or so on. <laughs> Maybe kindly unmute our minds as we take the benediction. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now. <laughs> All the days of our lives in the house of the Lord, ever since His Let's take Sister Francisca. Let's take Sister Francisca.